Welcome to the Portionality Podcast, a curiously sermonic podcast playground for adulting over 30. Because let's keep it real, life will keep life with swift transitions, but together we can honor the moments we are in and keep on living. I am your host, Portia Williams-Gates. Join me every Wednesday as we grow and live together. Five years ago, I met the most incredible human being on the streets of New York City. And three years ago, I had the opportunity to marry that incredible human being who has now become my fantastic, amazing, and loving spouse, Mr. Jamal Richardson Gates. And before I get into deep into this conversation, I want to thank you for joining me for another episode of the Portionati Podcast, the podcast in which my beautiful and wonderful husband have met on. And I will link that into the description box. Okay, I'm getting to it in a second. But I just thank you for listening and joining me one more time. We are getting ready to celebrate our third wedding anniversary. And as we celebrate, I want to reflect and think about um, how this marriage, this union, this partnership, this bringing together what God has brought together. No human bring asunder. Okay. I'm so grateful and thankful as I reflect today. I just want to say, I thank you for listening and tuning in. I appreciate all of the ways in which that you share this podcast. If you are not already subscribed, I invite you to do so. I invite you to hit the bell so that you never, ever, ever miss when an upload happens. I invite you to join the newsletter over on the website. I invite you to just do all of the things that we can continue to stay connected through this podcast um, that I love showing up to and I love showing up for. And so, yeah, just go ahead and do that. So today, as I mentioned, I am just reflecting on marriage and my relationship uh, to my husband. And I had the opportunity to survey on social media and ask for some questions. And I got some fantastic, phenomenal questions um, that came in. And I actually chose questions from Ashley C. Whiteside of Altruistic Ash. I will be answering those questions on this episode. I saw these questions come in and my heart immediately lit up. And as a generator in human design, I have gut reactions and I'm like, yes, these are the questions. I'm so excited um, to answer them. And Ashley will be getting a production credit. So shout out to Ashley C. Whiteside of Altruistic Ash. All those questions that I'm going to be answering will be coming directly from Ashley. Uh, Yes, three years of marriage. As I think about it, Um, You know, Jamal and I have had so much of our relationship in the beginning, early stages. Um, We have digitized much of it. So, for instance, as I mentioned, our very first full length conversation was actually on this podcast in season one five years ago. So I will link it in the description box so you can check that out. You can hear um, how we met. I literally tell the story because it was only about three weeks at that time 
We had just met maybe about three weeks before we recorded that podcast. And so, so much of the joy, you can hear it in our voices. I think you can even hear just a little bit of flirting in the podcast. I mean, it was real cute. Um, And, you know, listening back, I'm like, oh, we really did like each other. Like, oh, that's so cute. Um, And also, too, we had an entire little web series that we did. I'm not gonna call it little. It was the bomb. okay? and so many people watched and tuned in and it was a joy uh, during the pandemic. And actually, we started before the pandemic, but it was a joy to continue it through the pandemic. So you can check out God's God Jokes on YouTube. I will link that also in the description box. You will find our wedding, our entire wedding video is on YouTube and our proposal video is on YouTube as well. Um, Could you believe it, right? I mean, we had a beautiful engagement where Jamal proposed in Rockefeller Center in New York, which is where we met. Well, we didn't meet in Rockefeller Center, but we met in New York, right? And Rockefeller Center was actually where we had our first date, where we realized it was our first date because it's exactly where we went after we finished recording that podcast. (laughs) So that's why I'm like, you know, all the things will be in the description box. But I will say, um, you know, I love relationships. I love committed partnerships and all of that. And I love the Oprah and Stedmans of the world. Um, But for this episode, I am specifically talking about the union of marriage. That is not to dismiss or to discriminate against any other forms of committed relationships and partnerships, because I think all love is valid. And I think all love matters, um, especially when it comes to black folk loving each other. I think it's so important. Um, But for the sake of this conversation, because I am a married person, this is for um, this conversation isn't just for married people, but this conversation is about being married, right? Specifically my marriage. So I'm not talking about anybody else's. (laughs) I'm not commenting on whatever people do in their house. This is what I do in my house. Um, And that is what I am excited about. Um, So let's get into it. Jamal has been a incredible person for me um, and I believe that he was the right person for me and I say that because Jamal has such a patient and kind heart and I needed someone if I were going to be in partnership and relationship and marriage with anyone I needed to be with someone who was quite patient and understanding um, especially with me as a type a very um, analytical, very, you know, numbers, but also very creative. <laughs> also very, 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 you know, high achieving. Um, and I needed someone who was going to be patient with me as a woman in leadership and a woman who um, sometimes thinks she knows everything. Like I can say that about myself. I can be honest, right? Sometimes I think I know everything, especially back then. Um, and Jamal was able and relationship with him was able to open me up and to peel layers back for me to see parts of myself that I could not see by myself. So you may have heard of this concept in psychology called the Johari window. There are four sections. There is the open, which is what you know and what other people know. There is the closed, which is the information that only you know and not others. Then there's the X factor, which is unknown to both you and to anyone else. And then there's the blind section. It's the parts that you can't see that other people can see. And so for me, 
Jamal definitely helped me in my blind section. Okay, the things that were known to him that were not known to me. (laughs) The things that other people could see that sometimes I would ignore because I'm human and that's just how it goes sometimes (laughs) with me. Um, He was able to lovingly present some things to me that I needed to grow. And this marriage has been nothing but growth for me over the last three years because it was very different being, you know, dating, very different being engaged and very different, you know, the stage of marriage. Marriage will reveal some things about you that you are not going to get in the engagement phase. Marriage is going to reveal some things about you that you are not going to get in the dating phase because when you are cohabitating with an individual, my God, today, it will show you some things. And we were married in the pandemic, so we had nothing but time. Nothing but time to really sit with who we were, who we are, and who we were becoming. We really had time to sit with that. And so one of the things that I would really, really recommend It's not about the amount of time you put in with someone before marriage or when you are married. It's about the quality of time that you put in. Because let's get real, right? We all have a million things going on. We have friends, we have jobs, we have things that we're interested in. We have other activities we might be engaged in. If you're an entrepreneur like myself, there are a million things sometimes grabbing at our attention. When you are in a marriage, when you are in a partnership, when you are with someone, You absolutely have to maximize the quality of the time you spend because it's so easy to let the everyday mundane things get in the way of spending time. And so I really, really recommend spending quality time. um, And when I say quality time, like actually putting each other on each other's calendar, like make a date, keep it, hold it as sacred. Right. And when I was first, you know, dating, you know, it would be easy to cancel plans and stuff like that. Oh, like, oh, we can just reschedule for another day. No, when you're married, you know, there is no rescheduling. I mean, we cannot reschedule us. (laughs) Okay. I can reschedule everything else but us. I don't want to reschedule us. So that's one of the things I noticed. I prioritize our time because this is the person I'm doing life with. This is not just, you know, another gig or another situation. This is my partner. I have to show up. And the more that I show up my full self, the better it will be. The more he shows up in his full self, the better it will be. So I want to get into some of these questions, right? So the first question is, what's changed and stayed constant in your marriage? One of the things that has stayed constant for us is, like I just said, spending time we have consistently made time for us in our marriage what has changed what has changed has been what has been taking our time away from each other right jobs we have changed jobs I mean we have changed jobs (laughs) we have changed locations we have changed I mean, really, like so many, like we have had four addresses, y'all, since we've been married, like not even a game. Um, We have had different jobs, like 
different, literally, we have to have different jobs. But what has stayed the same and constant and consistent is each other and us just carving out the time. Our money has changed, right? We were both unemployed at a time. We were both not bringing in a paycheck at a time. But even still, we have remained consistent and constant with our belief in our faith practice, which has evolved actually over time, right? We have we are practicing believers of faith and we are evolving even in that, right? We are, uh, I was gonna say we're Christian. We're Christian adjacent, <laughs> you know, like we've grown up in church. Um, and when I say we, cause two become one, Really, I'm talking about me, right? We have expanded our faith and religious practices, right? We are still believers and followers of Jesus the Christ, but yet we have also adapted other spiritual practices for us that really work for us, right? We do talk to each other about our spirituality and we engage in an ancestral practice, right? So we do have African traditional religious practices, right? We venerate our ancestors. We talk to our ancestors, right? We commune and we talk to our, our angels and our angel team. We talk to our spirit team, right? So that is very important for us. And so, um, and not to say that venerating your ancestors is not also Christian because it actually is when you think about Jesus as an ancestor, but that's a whole nother conversation for another day. And I'm pretty sure I mentioned that on this podcast before. So um, I'm going to also reference um, the, the episode where I talk about African spirituality and the spiritual magic of the black church. That is that episode. So yes, thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing that back to my consciousness. <laughs> so we have grown in our spiritual practice, we are consistent and constant with prayer. We really believe in prayer. We know that prayer works. Um, and that is something that we hold dear. And I would also say that we have definitely um, made a consistent, constant effort to always have meals together. So we try our best to have breakfast together and to have dinner together. In the seasons that we were able to have lunch together, we do. Um, Because it was a time that Jamal was working remotely um, and I was hybrid. And so we were able to have lunch together. And that was fantastic. That is getting ready to change for us. And that's okay. (laughs) Because again, like I said, we have come through jobs and we have come through career paths and changes and things like that. Um, And so we have definitely made the constant um, continued effort to eat together. And then I will also say what's been constant um, and stayed the same is each other in the sense that we are committed to each other. But let me say this too. One of the best pieces of advice that we got on our wedding day and in our premarital counseling is that the person you marry um, is going to change and evolve. So what has changed? We have changed. We change as individuals. We change. As we grow together, we change. So it's about making space for the evolution of one another. And so I think that goes really well into this next question, which is how do you navigate growing personally and maintaining a connection with your partner? I love that question because the way that we navigate growing both personally and maintaining connection with each other is by making space for each other's evolution. You will grow as you are married. And let me just say, when life lives, because life does happen, things like 
grief, things like death, things like loss of income, gaining of income, things like children, things like family, um, and just a number of things growing through friendships. It is really, really challenging on us individually. And that individual thing will impact us collectively. So make space for your relationship to evolve, for your marriage to evolve as you evolve as an individual. We did a ritual at our wedding where we lit candles. We had the center candle. um, We lit the unity candle, right? The center candle. But we lit our individual candles. I lit my candle. Actually, no, my mother lit my candle and his mother lit his candle. And then we both together took our individual candles and lit the center candle, right? If you watch the video, you can see that. And But we were commended for not blowing our individual candles out because we are still individual people even at the end of the day as we are a married couple. Just because you are now married doesn't mean that you're any less of an individual because you are still a full-fledged human being and a full-fledged human being that God calls, that God loves, that the spirit continues to work with. And I think that it's important to honor that. And so I am still very much Portia as I am, you know, I guess for all intents and purposes, Mrs. Gates, right? Mrs. Williams Gates. I am very much still Portia and Portia is a part of this marriage. Jamal is very much a part of the marriage. And so the marriage is as strong and as well lit as we are lighting ourselves, right? So it's important to maintain connection with yourself as you maintain connection with your partner. I also would say that maintaining connection both personally and navigating is to spend some quality time with yourself, right? So for me, I take baths, I go on walks every now and then, maybe not as often as I should, but you know, there's that. I also really enjoy, um, I enjoy solo dates. I enjoy spending time with me. I enjoy being with me as I also enjoy the time that I get to spend with Jamal. And I recognize that we both, you know, we both have lives. I travel a lot and the travel actually helps me to miss him and to maintain that healthy connection. When I'm away, I set aside the time to make sure I am checking in. And at the end of the evening, we make sure that we have conversation, right? So if everybody else and their mama is out late, I will say, look, I got to go call my spouse, right? I spent all day with y'all, you know, doing whatever. Now I need to go take care of my house (laughs) and I'll actually want to talk to him. So, you know, around nine, you know, 830-ish, whatever, I will call it a night unless it's like, you know, something that requires me to be actually be out late. But even still, like it could be midnight. We're going to stay up for each other because that's just how we, how we are, right? That is how we continue to stay connected. That's how we continue to have conversation, to continue to just honor the marriage, the partnership and the relationship. I would also say to this third question, which I love Anything you would suggest for engaged couples to explore? Anything you wish that you'd explored before marriage? You know, I I will tell you what I'm glad I did explore before marriage was my solo trips. Um, I did some solo traveling before, um, you know, I got married. I did some eat, pray, love. Um, so if you're an engaged person, 
um, I definitely would recommend 10 out of 10 recommend that you go on your eat, pray, love, that you go do some solo travel, that you would take the trips and invest in yourself and allow yourself to just kind of have some dedicated me time. Um, you know, even if it's just going, you know, and doing a staycation and just getting a luxurious massage, <laughs> you know, just getting yourself some really good time, um, I think is really, really important. But what I wish I would have explored a little bit more of before I got married, um, both individually and collectively. Individually, I wish I would have done even more things with friends because here's the thing when you get married not to say that you won't have time for your friends because you will it just it's just different right and everyone's lives continue to evolve and continue to change so as you all get partnered as your friends are partnered as you are partnered you won't get as much time and I wish I would have spent even more time um with friends and you know just kind of doing the things that I really love to do um I wish I would have done more of that one of the things that I wish that we would have explored more before marriage was actually spending time with each other's friends. Um, and we did it, we do it now more, um, you know, on this side of the pandemic, like we spend time with each other's friends, like, you know, Jamal's got friends and I know his friends now, like we hang out and do stuff. But I wish we would have done more of that, like with the friend group thing before we got married, just because your friend, your friends and your spouse's friends are really going to bring different sides of them out. And it's it's fun to watch, right? And you get to hear the stories. So I wish we would have done more of that. Like my friends did get to know him. Um, the majority of my friends did. Um, and that was cool. I just wish we would have done more couple things, right? So like not just solo single people things, but more couple friendship things. Um, but now we get to do more of that because more people are married now and, more people are partnered. And so I wish we would have explored more of just like double dating with like elders or people who are like grown and like older than us um, and just kind of dating, like doing dates with people who are who've been married for a long time. I wish we would have explored more of that um, before we got married. Um, and I think that's a really cool thing. Um, so if you're engaged, go on a date, like go on a double date with a married couple who's been married for more than five years. Someone who's been married, you know, who's a newlywed, go out with people who've been married 10 years, go out with somebody who's been married like 20 years and like really get their perspective. Um, you know, and just ask, you know, have more conversation with married folk. Um, because when you're engaged, it's a really sacred time. I would say don't rush the engagement. Um, really soak it in and spend time with people who are married, like surround yourself with other married people. And that's not to say that you shouldn't still have your single friends because you absolutely should. Hello. But also, you know, just befriend other couples and do couple things um, because you'll be surprised how much more fun it is when you have like a consistent plus one to like everything. Like you don't actually have to find someone to go do something with. Like, it's like, yeah, I got a plus one. Um, I also think it's important uh, to maintain as a engaged person, like as you're exploring and like growing and learning, maintain what's important to you. Um, I think you should really be clear on what's important to you. I think it's really, really important to have certain conversations. Oh my goodness, please have these conversations. I'm about to run a list. Like, please have a conversation about children. <laughs> have a conversation about kids. Your view on kids, if you want kids, if you don't want kids, y'all need to be clear about that. Like, know your your stance on children 
know how you feel about sex. Like, yes, talk about sex. Please talk about sex. You know, and you should talk about sex before you're married. Now, whether or not you engage in sex before you're married, that's your business. I'm not going to tell you what to do. That's your business. I mean, that's your business. I know that there are a multitude of, you know, practices and beliefs. And there are some people who believe that you shouldn't engage before you're married. There's some people who are all right with it. I say, you know, do what y'all need to do. Okay. I'm not going to tell you what to do about that. But you do need to have a conversation about sex. You absolutely do. Um, and you'd be surprised. Some people are very unhappy in their marriage because they didn't talk about sex and they don't know how to please each other. And sex is actually, actually a conversation you need to have because sex is important to maintain a relationship. Okay. I said what I said. And in the same conversation, you need to talk about money because if you're going to be living with somebody, cohabitating with somebody, y'all need to get them finances right. So definitely have a conversation about marriage, uh, money in marriage, right? Have a conversation about your money, have a conversation about sex, have a conversation about children. But you also need to get clear about your in-laws, okay? Do not tell your in-laws all your business. I said what I said. You love your sister-in-law. But let me tell you something. Your sister-in-law is still the sister to your spouse. <laughs> And your sister-in-law is going to have their siblings back. Point blank, period. <laughs> okay? Like, I, I don't know how to explain that. Like, your brother-in-law is going to stand up for, you know, your spouse. Always. Like, your mother-in-law is going to side with with their child. Okay? Like... And they can love you, they can like you, they can think you are amazing, but nine out of 10, you might get that one out of 10 where they, you know, they might, you know, keep it 100, you know. But nine times out of 10, whether their child is right or wrong, they're going to stand up for their child, period. So get really clear about in-laws. Do not tell your in-laws y'all business. Keep that between y'all. Do not be out here. Like, let me tell you something. I'm not going to be out here bad mouthing my spouse to somebody who is not in my marriage period and I learned that from my aunt okay my aunt is a pastor and she did premarital counseling with us and she was like let me tell you something I know y'all love y'all families keep what is between y'all between y'all what is between y'all is between y'all and keep it sacred come on somebody yeah keep what is between you between you <laughs> okay um also really have a conversation about friend groups um you know and have a conversation about therapy going to therapy and what therapy looks like both individually and collectively um space outside each other like really have a conversation about that too because you need to maintain yourself and also you know I would really 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 just like to underscore this I also I remember I talked about traveling you know my solo travel and stuff like that but I really think that engaged couples need to travel together <laughs> like I really think that is beneficial I think engaged couples need to take a trip together how are you all navigating the airport how are you navigating in high intense stressful situations have a conversation about travel 
have a conversation about your faith and faith practices and faith beliefs because your faith practices and beliefs may evolve and you get real about that. And I also think you need to have a conversation about your politics. I think it's really difficult to be married to somebody who does not fundamentally agree on the same things that you see. I know that love covers a multitude of sins according to the Bible, right? But let me tell you something. (laughs) Y'all need to get clear on your uh, politics because a house divided is never going to stand. I said what I said and whatnot, okay? So really have a conversation about those things. Um, It is imperative and those are the things that can really make or break a marriage. They can make or break a relationship And I think it's really important that you all have those conversations ahead of time. Um, They, you know, there's at least some space for some nuances like along the way, but like overall, those are really important conversations. And I have learned in this marriage that I need to leave room for Jamal to evolve on things. And that's okay as I evolve on things. Um, and all of those things matter. And if nothing else, I also want you to remember to support each other's dreams, to know what the other really wants to pursue and what they want to do. Because yes, sacrifice is a thing when it comes to career, but I think that there's a way for everyone to pursue what they desire to do in a way that does not make the house fall. I hope that makes sense for somebody. I believe the Holy Spirit will continue to do the good work and revealing what that means for you. But truly support each other's dreams, professionally, personally, encourage one another, get clear on that because I have really seen some things fall apart because someone didn't wanna support the dream. Someone didn't wanna support the mission. And supporting the dream and the mission of your partner does not mean that you have to sacrifice yours, which is why it's it's important to get on the same page. Jamal loves comedy. I'm going to support him with whatever he wants to do in comedy. And I'm going to do a shameless plug for his book, the comedy, the stand up comedy handbook. Okay, (laughs) you know, Jamal really loves comedy and I'm going to support him in every part of that dream as he also has his day job because it matters to him. Right. Jamal is very supportive of me in podcasting. He's very supportive of me as an entrepreneur. He's very supportive of me as a clergy person. He's very supportive of me as a writer. Right now I'm listing all the things that he supports me and that sometimes I'm afraid to let myself do. So let me tell you something. You need someone so supportive that they're going to pray for you when you don't feel like praying for yourself. Like for real. And one of the best pieces of advice that I ever got about relationships that I took with me into my marriage, how I knew that Jamal was the right person for me, was this advice that I got from my dear sister, the Reverend Dr. Nichelle Guidry. And I absolutely love her because she said to me that her hope for me was that I would have someone who knows how to love me and pray for me when I don't feel like praying for myself. And that was such, let me tell you something. I love me some, you know, Dean Michelle Guidry. Let me tell you something. She's doing incredible work. Shameless plug. Um, Tune into the work she's doing. It is phenomenal and incredible. 
Um, but that advice that she gave me, uh, I that was back in like 2013 or so, maybe even 2014. But that advice was it just really stuck with me. And it helped me to make a really sound choices. And so I'm really grateful that Jamal is a person of faith um, who believes what I believe um, and, you know, who's able to really pray for me because you need that. You need that in days and moments where you don't know if you are going to really make it happen with your career or your dreams or your goals you need someone praying in your corner and I mean p-r-a-y and not people who are going to p-r-e-y okay and try to suck your dreams out of you not someone who's going to pray on you but pray for you and I'm grateful and I think we all need that support your partner's dreams Support your partner, your spouse's dreams because it's going to make a difference. You want to see your partner, your spouse happy. Support their dreams and respect their dreams. If their dream, all right, say you're dating and if someone's dream is not something you can get with, let them know right then and there. Because their dreams, their dreams will continue to evolve. Their dreams will continue to unfold. And as they dream, you got to make sure you're there for them in the same way that they need to be there for you. And that's a red flag. If someone's not supporting your dreams, that's also a red flag. Y'all need to be on the same page when it comes to supporting of dreams. That's what I got to say. And I say that because I'm, watching how important it is and I'm very thankful that we are in a space where we're supporting each other's dreams now I'm going to wrap this episode up because I know that I'm going over my typical time but I really 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 felt that on my heart to say and I'm sure more marital gems will come to me over time Um, this will not be the only marital episode that I do I probably will do one every year for as long as this podcast is in production I'll probably come back later in the year too But I am getting ready to start a series for the summer. If you're listening in real time, I'm getting ready to start a series in the summer. And I really hope that you um, tune in. It's actually a preaching series of um, sermons that I have preached that I'm going to release. That I'm really excited that I have um, the audio for that that I've recorded. And so I would love it if you join into that sermon series. Um, And it is for uh, the next four episodes and I'm really really excited about that and so I hope you would tune in um, again please do share this podcast with uh, your loved ones share it with a friend tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend and you can always connect with me on social media at Portionality and at Portionality Media um, yes and so I look forward to talking to you all real real soon love you much take good care take good care